Okay, Patrick, we got a brand new podcast this week. We do. All kinds Sarah, of things. Do, Sarah, do you know what today is? What is it? Oh it's my God, a, is today your birthday or something? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. This is a, mo- this is a monumental oh. occasion. <laughs> You've only texted me like four times about this. I can't believe, I, I blame it on pregnancy brain. It's, yeah, it's, pregnancy it's, brain. It is uh, three years to the week we started the podcast. <laughs> Do you, does it blow your mind that Fox has allowed us to do this for three years? Yeah. I, I love don't think it. Listen. I, I'm so grateful. I can't believe, hopefully they don't start tuning poor, in now. Poor, uh, poor Victoria's had to listen to everyone. I know. It's true. I, actually, we should really shout out Victoria. Victoria's amazing. Yeah, she really does. To, we may have to send her a little three-year anniversary uh, gift or something. Seriously? Three? Patrick, that is a huge accomplishment for podcasters. Most podcasts don't last, like, more yeah, than... Oh, okay. I, yeah, we, we've had this conversation before. It it's also helps when the person who's doing the podcast can just keep it going no matter what the audience <laughs> That's true. When you're really not worried about ratings or downloads yeah. or anything. Yeah, I guess I could, I could cancel myself. That's true. Anytime. Three years. I know we're up to episode. Aren't we at 140 almost? I think. Yeah, because obviously we like 145. I mean, we miss some weeks, obviously. Sure. You know, here and there. But, at, you know, in terms of actual dates, the first one was the same week um, three years ago. Gosh, we had to go back and listen to the first episode. I can't yeah, even. They were, they were actually better then. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember for a while we didn't have a name for the show, right? We just, we, you weren't really sure. And your yeah, daughter. Kind of, well, it started with the whole key card thing and then we morphed into, you know, uh, I mean, we, we played with a bunch of names. Uh, yeah, listen, it, it's, I think it's, 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 it's it's been great. It's absolutely been great. It really has. And it wasn't it. Okay. The Polini perspective, wasn't it your daughter who came up with the name? It was, it was Gabby. And I actually, you know, by the way, I still have, I have the beautiful mug that she got made for me with the logo. We never mass produced those. We should, maybe we could send those out to everyone. Patrick, you need your own merch line. You do. And every guest. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> some shirts and, oh, you know what? We could side business, baby, side hustle. Well, I mean, I don't know who's going to, I guess, Joe DeCipio, his wife, who else listens? Victoria. Like, <laughs> yeah, like my, my your cousin wife, listens. Your cousin. I'm not even sure my wife listens. <laughs> but you know what? You're, uh, people have always commented on your um, podcast art, which is kind of cool because I think it shows, it, you know, different it, sides it of actually you. It's a very good, it's a really good logo. Yeah. Yeah, we certainly can't enter the podcast to win an Emmy, but maybe the logo can win an Emmy. The, seriously, <laughs> one side of your podcast logo is your leg in a pantsuit, and then the other side is showing off your tattoos, which is yeah. cool. I think it shows like yeah. the different conversations. By the that we way, have. I haven't worn a suit in a year now. That's I, that's unbelievable. Yeah, there's no need, right? I probably couldn't fit in one either. So, <laughs> <laughs> really, I was actually going to say you look thinner. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I um, I did. I've actually been getting better. Uh, I haven't. I haven't stopped drinking or eating. I've just been working out even more now. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever it takes. But yeah, you look like uh, you know, you're thinner, and you know, maybe it's just all yeah. this. Is it the stress from work or what? Yeah, lot, lot going on. It's all good though. It's all good. What's the you know, sc- yeah. scotch and night keeps the stress away. That's my motto. 
What's the update with our new offices? Are you are you on target? Because you know the thing with new construction is they always say, "Oh, you're moving in in June," but then the reality is it's not till like yeah, August one. I mean, for the most part, we're on target. There's some there'll there'll be some technical areas of the new facility that might not get up and running until mid July. We're gonna hopefully go. Uh, you know, the goal is to be in there by middle of June. But considering a year of COVID and the logistics, supply chain issues, construction delays, uh, and just, you know, having to deal with COVID in your current building and all that entails from keeping people safety and protocols and self-distancing and all of that, to also doing the building, uh, you know, our staff who, our chief engineer, uh, Jim, who's, I mean, listen, he, I, I'm not sure he slept for the last year. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So it looks fantastic. I was actually up there, um, over the weekend, uh, going through some, some details and, uh, it's, you know, it, it's real exciting. You know, I, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, we can't open the new facility with the pomp and circumstance it deserves with, you know, you know, uh, you know newscast from the plaza. And were you going to invite the uh, Montgomery County uh, Council and the executives to come? Because I know how much <laughs> they're going to do the I cutting. I'm going to invite Ike, you know, the, pre- the, the, the previous uh, county exec who was who, who played a, a major important role in getting it approved. So. Uh, I mean, obviously, if the current county exec wants to come, he's more than welcome. But Ike Leggett, uh, who obviously was the previous county exec from Montgomery County, and the governor, Larry Hogan, as I said, they they played a huge role in helping us choose Montgomery County as our as our destination. Yeah, it's kind of uh, interesting that I I criticize how Montgomery County handles a lot of things, yet we're moving our entire facility there. I know. I was going to say, are you worried that they're going to cut your water off? Like, how are you? You know, you criticize them a lot. (laughs) They might. (laughs) They might. Um, Well, look, I got one other thing for you that's kind of bad news for for if you're a Maryland resident. You know, my husband now has already been vaccinated. So we're on the list. We're getting called. We live in Virginia. He got the Johnson and Johnson one shot. He had, I know he's only 41. So, you know, if you're thinking about uh, leaving Maryland, because he's, was that because he's a coach or he deals with, I don't, or, you know, I don't think so. I mean, he did, he signed up through the the state, you know, where I'm on the list too, but I'm not, I'm not going to get it till after I have the baby because being pregnant. So he, I, he got it. Is that what the doctor suggests? Are you worried about it? No, that's what the doctor said. They just, they've only, I think in the past couple of months started giving pregnant women the vaccine, which most Mm. likely it's fine. And it probably actually helps, you know, you're so close now. Maybe why take the chance? Right. right? So they were like, just wait. And didn't you have COVID at one point or no? No, we, neither one. I mean, we've had close calls. Like we've gone to see family and then four days after we left, they've called us and said they've gotten it. But no, we've never had, knock on wood. We yeah, have, so I think Maryland, Virginia, and DC now are all where the media can now get the vaccine. I was going to say, what's the scoop with Mar- like with your reporters and everything? Are are people getting vaccinated that want they it? Can, they can now make their appointments and go get it. Right. Really? So, so that's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I believe I believe DC entered phase two, and I think Maryland is in one C. 
And I think, like you said, Virginia, I think is is actually ahead in terms of of those. Uh, I couldn't believe it. He, you know, and it was, you know, aside from a sore arm, he did that night have um, just some like a light fever and chills on and off. But he took some Tylenol and then he was fine. So, so he, so uh, that's great. I mean, so yeah. The Johnson Johnson, one dose and done. That sounds like the best option for me. One dose and done. So it really, yeah, I'd say prepared to be tired and your arm's going to ache and maybe you'll have a little fever stuff, but he didn't have any crazy reactions. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, okay. Where do you want to talk? Where do you want to start today? Do you want to start in Montgomery County? Cause you know, I think Fox, yeah, we did. I, I mean, listen, it's, you know, I sound like a broken record, but listen, <laughs> the County Montgomery County, Maryland has, in my opinion, continues to just fail at every turn. And most recently, you know, obviously the the governor, uh, Larry Hogan, pretty much said we're going to fully open with some restrictions, uh, you know, restaurants, businesses, uh, outside venues at 50%. Yes, yes. Weddings can start taking place again and, you know, yada, yada. Well, you know, typical Montgomery County, Maryland, the city council, I should say the county council and the county exec. Oh, my God, we're perplexed. We're surprised. We're they're always surprised. They were. They said well, they were totally taken aback by this decision. Yeah, well, no, they were. And, and you know what? That, that means they're not paying attention to what's going on everywhere. I mean, and again, this isn't a. You know, people like to point to Florida and Texas. Oh, you know, they opened up early and but Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, Virginia, all well ahead of Maryland, Montgomery County, Maryland, in terms of what's open. They can't point to any science or data. They're down to 2.9% positivity rate. Cases are down 30%, if not more. Hospitalizations are in they're in great shape with hospital beds and yet they continue to destroy businesses i mean there's no other way to put it the lack of compassion that they have for businesses both restaurants and retail and outside venues and it is just it continues to be mind-boggling no okay it's so it's so frustrating i mean you know when you when you look at other states and jurisdictions and you know there's not a fence around montgomery county you could drive to frederick you could drive to virginia oh yeah anyway i mean even prince george's county which has been very pretty much in sync with montgomery county went to 50 percent restaurants right away montgomery county put another two-week delay on it so now it's not i believe the 26th i believe uh, when, when they'll go. Um, so anyway, just terrible leadership on, on that front. And then to make it even worse, uh, you know, they've had some high school sports, soccer and you know, ho- soccer played some spring games in Montgomery County, field hockey, uh, baseball and so forth. And football in the county was practicing. And then the county shockingly on Friday says we're canceling football, spring football. Uh, Unbelievable. Unreal. Almost every other jurisdiction in this country has been able to figure out how to play high school sports, including football. 
Okay. And there were protests, right, over the weekend. Oh, yeah, so then there was rallies over the weekend. We covered them. Fox 5 covered them. Uh, but again, arbitrary decisions, not based in data. So they said, well, you can have youth sports outside up to 50 people. That's a made-up number. Like, you know what? All along, you've been saying we're going to make decisions based on science. And in the last six months, they've made zero decisions based on science. It's how... It's completely arbitrary. It's so infuriating, so frustrating. Uh, you know, I, w- I wish I could, you know, do more. But um, I will say, though, you know, last week we talked about the Nationals, where Mayor Bowser said there would be no fans. She reversed course. I should say the city reversed course. Okay. And now they're going to allow 5,000 fans on opening day into Nats Park. 2,000 fans to D.C. United. And uh, so that's great news. That's well, yeah, because really, really good. look, even in the in the, you know, uh, press release that um, a lot of parents was organized for this football protest, they're giving out the science of the likelihood of transmission in outdoor spaces, which we know is low, low, low. Uh, you know, especially, and then of course they go into the details of if there's sunlight, you know, if it's a warm day, sunlight, it's, it's, al- it's almost like they're perp. <sighs> it's almost like there's another agenda. It has to be they're paralyzed by a certain element of the County, a certain group, you know, the more, I guess, you know, concerned, conservative, I mean, not not politically conservative, but worried conservative. What appears to be an influential group. And, you know, you're not making decisions based on science anymore. It's complete. And again, no one is suggesting 100% open up. Let's have spring breaks and parties. And But, you know, give these businesses a chance. Plus, the students you're starting, a chance. you're starting to get to, I believe the state is over 50%. 55% actually, I believe, of 65 plus year olds being fully vaccinated. So as 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 the more um, uh, as the older population, those that could get more sick or or, or you know have a higher higher risk of of, of getting uh, really sick and potentially dying of COVID, as as the more of them get vaccinated. Why not open up more? Like, I, like at that point, then you're not the old flattening the curve, and you know we got to protect the elderly. So was that all? Was that all bull? Now we're just worried about cases, and I, like it, it doesn't jive. It doesn't jive, right? Yeah. So. No, it was, I mean, I thought it was good to see those families and coaches and students and athletes protest this weekend of saying, you know, there's no reason. I mean. I'm here in Virginia. As you know, my husband works for a soccer club. I mean, they're fully, you know, yeah. they're practicing. Yeah. They're doing yeah. games. I mean, you know, of course, the kids wear masks. Um, it's actually embarrassing. It's actually embarrassing that they, they they can't figure it out or they don't want to figure it out. And I honestly think it's they don't want to. I, I really believe it's that they just don't want to figure it out. It's, and, um, yeah. So, Do you uh, want to come? I mean, th- this is kind of a story I, I only read briefly, so we, we can skip this. But um, now, you know, Montgomery County and Mark Elrich is leading the charge for um, getting rid of, which already these police, uh, 
spots have not been filled, but he wants to cut, I think, 23 police positions, including, um, you know, basically school officers that are there, school resource officers officers to to focus more on mental health. Have you read about that story or we can skip it till next week? So, I mean, I think we talked about this briefly during the summer prior to any proposals coming out. Um, you know, I don't know enough about the proposal. I know there's been a lot of, a lot of uh, community input and, 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 and meetings on this topic. Uh, I, I kind of get the sense that it's split down the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, I think community, I think school resource officers should, I don't, you're going to be surprised at my take on this. I'm not sure they should be a a straight police officer. I believe it should be a special training. So someone who's trained a, as an officer who, who kind of, you know, listen, who knows the law and, and can, and can step in in an emergency situation. But I also think they should be a trained, you know, trained in, in, in understanding youth behavior, childhood behavior, yeah. mental issues. So I actually think they should, instead of eliminating one and adding the other, why not, why not like create or, or get people additional training and make them more of a resource, which is obviously in the title of this, make them a true resource rather than seen as, you know, you know, straight police or just a straight, you know, mental health professional, make it a combo position. I think that's a good take. Hot takes from Patrick Paolini. I like it. I like it. You know know what it points to though, Sarah? And again, you know, when we have these, you know, discussions, you know, by no means, you know, am I suggesting you or I or have all the answers? But what 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 frustrates me and 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 makes me just frankly angry is the leaders that get elected. Many of them, they just lack the thought and creativity to to make things happen. There's always an excuse. Or they're or they're moving toward whatever the polls say. Yeah, there's just one agenda. The influential fund, you know, donor, rather than look, stepping back and say, okay, I get why people are concerned about having police in certain schools, but I also get that, you know, there are incidents where we may need a police officer. So let's com- let, let's combine the position. Yeah, that's a good thought. I think that's a great thought. Um, where, where do you want to go? There's, there's tons to talk about too, in sports. Um, you know, the Grammys hit an all time low before before we get to some lesser topics. There's so, and I'm probably going to upset a lot of people here, but so the Catholic, the Vatican, I should say. Yes. That's a big story. Yes. Came out this week, including the Pope and said, despite the current Pope's, um, sometimes appearance, that he is more open than, you know, previous, you know, pontiffs and, and, and so forth in terms of getting a little bit more, moving the Catholic church into a little bit more progressive yeah. you know, um, areas. Came out this week and said that priests, 
cannot uh, validate uh, same-sex marriage. That's why I'm not Catholic. <laughs> like, yeah. What 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 are we doing here, right? Like, and, and by the way, you know, it's 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 sad. Not not that you know. Listen, say you know, people are getting married. It's legal in in most places now. I believe it's actually a, it's federal. Yeah, federal. yeah. Obama changed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so yeah, it's right, right. it's nationwide. It's, it's nationwide legal. So they don't need the Pope to say you're a couple. Yeah. However, if you're if you're a Catholic who also happens to be gay, it's unfortunate that your religion and and and, and the, those that run your 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 the, you know the, the Catholic Church just are so far behind. I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I, I just, uh, well, I feel the same. I mean, look, you know, obviously born and raised Catholic, um, Dan and I did the cat, the Catholicism classes to get married in the Catholic church. Um, Cana. Yes, we did all that. And, you know, the priest um, I had a fine relationship with, but, you know, he's like, well, I hope you're not doing this for the photos. And I uh, was doing the classes for the photos because (laughs) I wanted to get married in this certain old church in Maine. So, uh, but, you know, we went through it and, and it was a lot of other young couples like ourselves. And when they got to the part about disagreeing with gay marriage, you know, everybody you could tell was just so disgusted and irritated with them. And, you know, the priest quickly said, well, well, if you have, if you disagree with it, you know, you can set up a meeting with me, you know, privately. It's like, I think everyone, you know, just ignored that part of it. It's discouraging to see, it's discouraging to see that priests cannot be married still. They have declining, declining membership numbers all the time. And I think, you know, we all know that the Catholic Church has, made huge mistakes in moving priests for years and years and years who are molesting kids. And, you know, I refuse to give money to them like on Sunday. I'll give money when they do like meals and gifts for kids in the communities. Like Dan and I will always sponsor like a couple families at Christmas because we know that that's where the money's going. But I refuse to pay for them to settle lawsuits. I I personally, so I, I left the Catholic Church when... When we got married, uh, I converted to Episcopal, much more progressive, open religion, but with the same tenets of Catholicism. Sure. You know, the, the 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 services look very similar. The readings are very similar. You know, obviously, they don't follow the Pope or or most of the saints or any of the saints. So, um, you know, your, your reverends uh, or fathers can get married uh they can be gay um you know a lot of females yeah you know, our, our main our main uh, reverend um uh in, in when i was in buffalo actually was a, a, you know a, a female so uh it, it suited me much much better sure. it suited us much better uh but no i mean listen i i just it's to me and this is just personal. I don't. I don't want to follow a religion where I have to ignore a lot of it. <laughs> right. 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 You know, whether it's contraception, premarital sex, whether it's how they handled you know years of abuse, whether it's priests can't get married, 
priests can't be gay, women uh, in the church, how they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, you know, they can't lead gay marriage, same sex marriage. So there's just too many aspects of it for me that I'd have to ignore to, to have remained a a Catholic. So, but yeah, it's a shame that they can't move forward. It's crazy. I mean, it's just nuts to me. I don't see why they wouldn't bless a union. I can see them not, um, you know, promote, like not saying like, we're not going to actively promote like, oh, we're excited that you're gay. But like, I mean, mean, you know, yeah, hold. Yes, I I think that's a good point. And um, it's funny, we've, we've tried to go to other churches and stuff and nothing sort of like hit us or like moved us, I guess, in that direction. So we sort of ignore it. But um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point, too. Um, Okay, what about, you know, do we want to talk sports? I want to hear your thoughts, because I did see a really fascinating article about which was on Drudge Report, which essentially is America over award shows. Um, Grammys had the lowest ratings they've ever had 8 million people, which I don't know, in television, that's still a lot, right? No, yeah, but based based on historical rating it's it's actually terrible it's really bad okay so terrible on sunday night with trevor noah as the host of course no live audience you know just the the potential winners so do you think america is over you've sort of been preaching this for the past couple of years i think there's two things i mean if you you, even if you go back pre-covid award shows had been downtrending i think they they you know they're from, from whether you want to say they got too political or just you know, enough, you know, patting themselves on the back, the speeches, uh, you know, Hollywood, you know, or, or, or you know, I, I tend to think Hollywood seems to be a little bit more out of touch than musical artists. Sure. Um, obviously some are, but some are, are, are not. Uh, yeah. So I, I think they were downtrending. I think they had lost their luster. The, the Oscars was having all kinds of problems pre-COVID. Then you get into COVID and just the, the lack of live audience. Um, I just think it's made it hard. I, and I also think that um, it became fashionable, certainly with, with uh, the Academy and Golden Globes to uh, to nominate you know, the, the certain Netflix shows and, and and HBO Max shows and, and other, you know, and, and I say non-mainstream shows and movies, not that they're not great, but, you know, the, the audience is just not, like, I think, I don't even, I've, I don't even know the show, Mank, I believe it's called. Yes, the or, movie Mank, yes, yes, which we've tried to watch. Have you, have you and your wife tried to watch no, it? It's, I, I it's, haven't. Torture. It's absolutely torturous. It's about basically who truly wrote. um, Remember the movie? uh, Oh my God, we need Kevin McCarthy. Uh, It was the classic, classic. Oh my God. It was like Rosebud. Hold on. Um, Casablanca? No. God, keep talking. I'll I'll keep talking. But like, who heard of this movie? No one. No one. like so, so that's your main movie for the Academy. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just don't get it. I just, I just don't think that. Uh... So, to answer your original question, yes, I think people are tired of them. I think people are, are tired of them. You know, 
it's a, it's based on the back and i and i just think that um they're gonna have to rethink these award shows Okay, it's based on Citizen Kane. And it, Citizen Kane. And it's oh. it's basically the story of did Orson Welles really write Citizen Kane, which he's been credited for for years and years and years, or was it his friend Mank, who was this roaring alcoholic, and he actually stole all the ideas from Mank. And it was yeah. their like complicated relationship and then the, the making of the film. And the film is in black and white. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's just yeah. torture. I think you're right. It's like you've got to, I think we're at the point now Marvel movies have to win Oscars. Like, that's what people watch. Yeah. They don't care about this crap. I just think they have to rethink everything now because not only award shows, but how they distribute these these movies. Um, And then in terms of the Grammys, you know, I I don't know. Usually the Grammys is actually a halfway decent production i think covid really hurt the graphics more so than these other award shows you know at the end of the day you want to see fans you want to see the big performances on stage i mean the grammys of the past that had great shows it was just performance after performance after performance and almost giving away the award was secondary right right i also think they confuse record of the year album of the year song of the year like what what do we do like so it's many, like, so many categories, right? So many categories. Um, it's all the same thing to me. It, right? it, yeah. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think they have to rethink everything and hopefully COVID shakes that up. Um, I want to talk. What about sports? I want to talk Drew Brees retiring this week. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we knew that was coming. So it became official, you know, obviously first ballot Hall of Famer Drew Brees retires. Tom Brady extends for another year, redoes his contract, I think, to maybe help the team a little bit. And so does Gronk, maybe, right? Does, doesn't Gronk... Try, try to win his eighth? Could you imagine? Yeah, I can. I don't doubt that man anymore. He's superhuman. Um, oh, it's it's good to see. You know, I was watching golf again this weekend, the players, uh, which is uh, at Sawgrass in, in, in Jacksonville, area of Florida. Fans... Exciting. Uh, it's good to see fans. And I said this last week. I don't think we realized how much sports needs fans. And I'm not just talking about fans on TV, fans in the stands. Yeah. See, you know, butts in the seats. Well, right. I mean, you even have UFC, um, which is like done indoors, announcing they're going full capacity. So I'm yeah. assuming. Uh, well, we'll see. I, you know, back, back to that. The CDC came out, and again, they've been all over the place. You know, so if group, you know, if everyone's been vaccinated, second dose, multiple weeks past your second dose, they saying, oh, okay, you can all hang out in small groups. And I said this, I say, well, why? Why small groups? Like, how about large groups? If you're right. only vaccinated with the second dose, like, I think they're sending mixed messages again about the vaccine, you know, about getting the vaccine. If you're telling me that I still have to hang out in small groups of other people who have been vaccinated, I'm not talking about mixing people who have been vaccinated and not. I get you still got to wear masks and do all that stuff. But if, if there was 200 people and we've all been vaccinated and we're all past the two-week second dose, or if it's Johnson & Johnson, the first dose, you're telling me 200 people can't hang out? Why? What's the science behind that? You know what it is? Nothing. So, yeah, you know, 
you have to you to me you have to at least you have to try to show people and, and, and communicate to people that if they get the vaccine and you know they get past the two week, that's the best pass path to normalcy or re and again i don't think we'll ever be back to normal whatever normal was but i think the new norm can be fantastic right and you know maybe we wear masks next winter a little bit just to keep the flu away or cold like there's things we've learned through this that we can apply going forward yeah yeah 100 percent it's nice not to get a cold Right. It's nice to wash your hands more and not the yeah. flu. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Dana White says they're doing full house in Jacksonville. Um, you think we're going to get a third wave? You know, of course, Fauci and all them warning, you know, people are heading to Florida for spring break. You know, you got Texas open. You got No. And this is what I no one explains. And again, you know, my frustration with Fauci. What does that even mean? Okay, so if, if we get to a point where 80% of 55 plus year olds are vaccinated and 60, 70% of 30 to 55 year olds are vaccinated, right? What does the second wave mean? Are people still going to get COVID? Yes. But you know what? Assuming the vaccinations work as they say they will, people are not going to get really sick. They're not going to go to the hospital and they're not going to die. You know what that means? It's the flu at that point. Well, so, you know, their argument is these variants, these variants uh, coming okay. from Europe. Well, then, then listen, um, that's what I, I said, assuming the vaccinations work with all variants. What what I don't want to see is, you know, 80 percent of your people are vaccinated and uh, you know, a few people get covid and then it's back to panic, back to 50 percent like this can't be in perpetuity. If you believe in science and you believe the vaccinations are going to work to 85, 90%, then then you go forward. Yeah. But my concern is that there's going to be some jurisdictions, in particular Montgomery County, Maryland, (laughs) who never want to get back to normal. Who never are. They're going to always tell restaurants you're you're only at 75%. You always have to self-distance. You always have to, you can't belly up to a bar. And that will be terrible. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it could be, right? I mean, it's why you see people leaving. And by the way, at some point, the government can't protect everyone from themselves. If people don't oh, sure. want to get vaccinated and they want to take the risk of getting sick, then you know what? That's tough on you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's people are very independent here. They want to make up their own minds. 100%. Um, what else, Patrick, anything else going on in your world? Any other topics that you've been thinking about? You want to, I I think we're good. Um, you know, I'm just waiting for your, your, your boy to come out. (laughs) Me too. I'm ready. I'm like, okay. Oh yes. Slogging. Four weeks, right? Four weeks. We're 36 weeks this week. I know. And it is, it's funny. People say at the end, like, they're always like, oh my God, you're still pregnant. It is funny. Like at the end, it slows down. As you know, you're like, okay, shoot, four more weeks, which seems fast, but also like, oh, still four more weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, 
<laughs> so has Dan has Dan progressed with the uh, with the bedroom and all that stuff? Dan's been very busy. He's been wallpapering. He's been putting together this Mamaru thing. Um, you know, we have eighteen white noise machines for this damn kid. Like, I am not going to play all this white noise for the kid. He's going to be overwhelmed. Like, he doesn't need to hear a forest. Are you going to give birth at home, or are you going to a hospital? Hell no. I'm definitely going to the hospital. Absolutely not. Are you kidding? Oh my god. No. As I've said multiple times, Dan and I have never even taken care of a plant together, let alone delivering our own kid. I don't think so. No. I'll be uh, at the hospital. Yeah, so every, everything else is uh, status quo. Well, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, uh, you'll still, well, I don't want to say hopefully. I mean, if you give birth this week, then we'll have a sub for you next week or <laughs> yes. the week after. Now, who are we? What, where's our friend Joe DeCipio? When are we going to have another guest on here, I feel like? the last... not our friend anymore. Oh, really? You no, guys are- I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was no, like, yeah, tell me about get, that dirt. We got to get back to having guests because people certainly don't want to hear me talk for 45 minutes. That's well, what. it's just fun to hear. Joe, but, you know, you've been really. Oh, it is. We got to get back to guests. I think um, it's just been a little crazy, but we'll, we'll, we'll get back to inviting people on to talk about, you know, other topics. Okay. As we enter, as, Sarah, as we say, as we enter year four. Year four, yes. Okay, the show's going to progress to more, to yes, more. Uh, we're going to pro- guess. You know, listen, you know, we, we got to rethink this before we get canceled. You know what I mean? <laughs> true, true. All right, where do people follow you? Patrick GM Fox Five DC. We'll see you next week.